folks, welcome back to another episode of The Fallen Badge. Our episode today is going to be the murder of Officer Nicholas Armstrong and Officer James McCandless, Rapid City Police Department, South Dakota. Rapid City got about 74,000 people in it. So it's a good-sized little town. Now it's the second most populous city in South Dakota. And it sits right there at the foot of the Black Hills. Now they don't have a lot of problems, but now every once in a while they do. And usually when it's a problem, it's usually pretty big. Now about an hour and a half away, south of Rapid City, town of Ogala, which is just outside the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation. Back in 1975, two FBI agents were ambushed shot and killed shoot out with Native Americans there on the reservation I did a Fallen Badge episode on those two agents so there is some meanness even up in South Dakota both officers were in their late 20s, 27, 28. Neither one of them was married. Now, Officer McCandless, he was from up around Midland, Michigan. Now, he was engaged. Officer McCandless had six years on the job. and Officer Armstrong had four years on the job, so they had a little bit of time on. They kind of knew their way around. A town that size now, you, you get to know people. You get to know who you don't need to turn your back on and who all is going to give you trouble. There was one fellow there in town, and he had been trouble, not saying some of that anger that he had wasn't justified, but that justification for anger does not excuse murdering police officers. It's August 2nd, 2011. Officers McCandless and Armstrong are working the evening shift. It's about four o'clock in the evening. And I'm a candless. He's in a one-man car. And Officer Armstrong, he's on his bicycle. Now there's a call that goes out. Some citizen called in and said there was four fellows. They were walking down East Anamosa Street 
caller said these four fellows were drinking and were drunk. And as we say in Memphis, they were acting a fool. So they put the call out. Officer McCandless, he starts heading over that way. Officer Armstrong, he's pedaling his bike over that way. And then there's a third officer, Officer Doyle. And he's in a one-man car, and he's heading that way as well. Now, there's a little bit of confusion about which officer actually got there first. I've got one resource that says Officer Doyle made the initial contact at East Anamosa Street and Greenbrier Street. Now, East Anamosa runs east and west, and these fellows were walking westbound on Anamosa. Greenbrier's that north-south running street. Right there at the intersection, there's a church on the northeast corner. So now I'm, I'm going on the assumption that Officer Armstrong made the initial stop. It's not really going to matter in the big scheme of things, but I, I try to get this this information correct. So Officer Armstrong pedals up on his bike and he makes first contact there on the northeast corner of Anamosa and Greenbrier with the four individuals. Now, according to witnesses later, the bike officer actually was fist bumping with at least one of the men he had stopped, which obviously tells you that the officer's comfortable enough to do that. He must know these individuals. And this is a pretty low-priority call. I've been known to have a drink myself. Now, I usually don't necessarily do it walking down the street, but not a big thing. When Officer Armstrong was talking to him, it's just a minute or two, and Officer Dole pulls up. Now, he evidently came southbound on Greenbrier. Because when he pulled up and stopped, his squad car was just shy of the crosswalk there. And it was his squad car was facing southbound. Officer McCandless, he's the last to arrive. Now he must have come down East Anamosa because he pulls, turns onto Greenbrier northbound and then he pulls in and parks on the east side of Greenbrier and his car is facing back northbound on Greenbrier and he gets out and he's walking over to to help out the other two officers now We've got Officer Armstrong and Officer Dole 
They're getting the IDs from the people they stopped. They're going to run their names, see if they got any warrants. And I imagine that's about all they'll do. They might confiscate their alcohol and tell them to go on, but they're probably not going to make an arrest. Now, Armstrong and Dole would be the contact officers. They're the ones that's interacting with the suspects and McCandless, when he gets there, Officer McCandless, he's going to be the cover officer. Now, his job is, is to watch the suspects, keep keep his partners in sight, and keep an eye on the suspects, and to render aid as needed. So he doesn't do anything but just sit back and watch. Now, the first three individuals are checked. They let them go. Now, the fourth one, who they had to have known, the resource material I've got indicates that this individual here had been arrested on several occasions for some fairly violent crimes. But nevertheless, they I can't believe they didn't know him by sight. In any event, the name he gave him was Bogus. Now I've got two accounts as to what's happening now. One, either Dole's approximately five to seven feet from the suspect, Armstrong six to eight feet from the suspect, and McCandless is somewhere in the neighborhood of 20, 25 feet from the suspect. Now, either they are standing in the configuration you see on the picture, or there's an account that says that Officer Dole had moved to the front of his squad car or went to his squad car and then had come back out and was walking, approaching the suspect. Now, the best information I have is, is how you see them here is, is about how they were standing when we went to gunplay. Now, the suspect... is armed with a Dan Wesson 357 Magnum revolver in his waistband, which tells me the officers are so comfortable with the individuals they stopped, they didn't pat them down. Because that Dan Wesson's a mighty big pistol. But in any event, when the suspect thinks he's getting ready to be arrested, he pulls the pistol. Fires his first round. And it hits Officer Armstrong. Who is... Struck just to the left of his Kevlar vest. Which would tell me that... He was in 
the interview stance possibly if his left foot forward the left side of his body would have been closest to the suspect in any event the round hits Officer Armstrong and he goes down on the spot and it never touches the vest as the suspect fires he then begins to move his second round strikes Officer Dole in the left temple now Officer Dole when the suspect had shot Officer Armstrong he had started pulling his service weapon and he got it out and then when he got shot in the head he pulled the trigger and fired one round and I don't think it struck the resource material is kind of vague as to what happened with his round now the suspect's still moving and shooting now he's fired two rounds and he's put two officers down Armstrong's down and incapacitated and dying and Officer Dole's pretty close to it at this point. Suspect then cranks off around and Officer McCandless. Now Officer McCandless is struck in the chest area above the vest, so it misses the vest as well. So McCandless is trying to stay on his feet. He's gotten his pistol out. Now he empties his pistol. He fires 14 rounds. And then Officer McCandless, he goes down and dies on the scene. Now the suspect is struck twice by Officer McCandless. Two of his rounds hit the suspect. I have no idea where. The information I've got, resource material, doesn't specify where the suspect was struck. Other than he went down. One of the officers, I don't know which one's able to call for help. They get there on the scene. McCandless is dead. All three officers are transported to the hospital. Police officers are always transported to the hospital, whether they're dead or not. Officer Armstrong will hang on for four more days, and then he'll die. And then Officer Dole is able to fully recover and return to work. Officer Dole, unbelievably, survives a 357 Magnum round to the left temple. Now the suspect is he's laying there dying in the street. I think he survived through the night. He told personnel on the scene that he was sorry he shot the officers but he wanted to die suicide by cop. Officer Nicholas Keegan Armstrong. End of watch, August 6, 2011. Officer James Ryan McCandless. End of watch, August 2nd. 2011.